Welcome to training from Scott Ross Online. Scott Ross is a highly sought after and internationally acclaimed personal development and leadership coach who speaks to more than 50,000 people a year. The same strategies he's taught top executives are available to you through programs like this one. We encourage you to take notes and listen to this audio multiple times for maximum results. And now, here's Scott. Welcome, everybody, to the Scott Ross Leadership Podcast. I appreciate you guys carving out time in your week to be listening to this information. This is actually episode number 101. We just crossed the big number 100 with the last episode, and I'm so excited about that and so grateful that you guys have been here with us for that long. Um, Guys, today we've got a topic that is going to be very, very practical. You're going to be able to put it into practice right away. Before I dive into that, I just want to give you guys a little reminder that you can follow this podcast and actually subscribe very easily by going to scottrossonline.com and then you can find a way to subscribe to the podcast on multiple platforms. It doesn't matter what your preferred listening device is. We've got a way to do it there. And I just want to ask you a big, big favor, and that would be please do subscribe, but also go on to your favorite platform and rate us and leave a review. The way that this podcast gets promoted for other people to find it is based on how many reviews that are positive are out there and how many people have rated it. And uh, it's crazy. We are now in the top 200 podcasts within the business section of iTunes, and we've done it almost without any reviews at all. We've only got 11 so far out there. So if you guys would be willing to do that, it'd be a huge favor to me. I thank you in advance for that. So today, let's dive into today's topic. And, um, you know, one of the things that you've probably heard me talk about in the past is that all sales really is, is the conveying of energy from one person to another. And I say the word sales there, and some of you may be thinking, well, this is a leadership podcast. Why are you referring to sales? And I'm referring to sales because as leaders, at a minimum, we are always selling our vision. We're always selling where we're going and why going to that destination is is worth it. Why that's the thing that our people should be doing. So even if you're not quote unquote selling in the way that stereotypically it's understood, such as I have a product or, you know, I'm the guy on the front lines or the gal on the front lines moving a product or service. Even if you don't see yourself as that kind of salesperson, if you're a leader, you are always selling. The other thing is, is that leadership is all about influence and influence is about adding value to other people. And really, the ability to add value to other people comes down to the same thing that selling comes down to, and that is a transference of energy. Just think about if your kids come in and ask you to do something. Dad, would you play with me outside? Um, Honey, could you do the dishes for me, your spouse says. Well, we're tr- if we want to add value there, what does it require? It requires energy. When you don't have the energy to do it, you're not able to add value. And so if we want to be world-class leaders, people who can convey our vision, people who have a dynamic energy about us, people who have an energy that we can convey to other persons, we must take the idea of energy very, very seriously. We've got to be people who put the practical steps in place to be an energized human. And the more energized you are, the more effective you're going to be. When you lack energy, you lack effectiveness. And so what I want to talk about today 
is eight practical ways that you can energize yourself. Now, let me talk about another kind of foundational concept before I get into this discussion of how we energize ourselves. One of the things that people believe that's a myth that is false is that they are simply responding or reacting to their circumstances, that they are slaves in another way to think of it, to their circumstances. And so if I don't feel energetic, then I just don't give energy. This is not true. You've heard me say this a thousand times. It's not the event that matters. It's the response to the event that matters. And so we are always going to find ourselves less energized than we might want to be. There's going to be times and days on a consistent basis where we lack the energy that we really need to give to a situation. And at that moment, it's going to be our response to that feeling that's really going to separate us from the masses. It's going to make us world class. You will notice that great leaders are able to energize themselves and step up and perform when the lights go on. And so when I talk about eight ways you can energize yourself, these are things you should be doing on an ongoing basis, but I want them to be in your bag of tricks because when you need to give energy to something, when the lights are going to go on and you need to be at your best, these are some practical ways you can infuse yourself with the energy that you're going to need to give to a situation. So let's dive into these eight things you can do. The first thing I want to talk about is napping. Now, we often associate taking a nap with being a little kid. You know, when you have little toddlers, you have nap time. And for some reason, when we move into older age, and for most of us, that was, you know, getting out of elementary school, nap time went away. Well, science is starting to demonstrate and, and, and deliver the message to us that napping is actually one of the most important and effective things you can do as a high-performing person. And there has been a lot written about this. Somebody that I admire a ton is a leader named Michael Hyatt. And one of Michael Hyatt's passions is teaching people about napping. And in fact, in the show notes, if you'll go to scottrossonline.com slash 101, 101, just the number 101, uh, I'll put links to his material on napping in the show notes. He's got videos that explain the science behind this. He's got a bunch of reasons of why you would want to take a nap and what it can do for you. But I will just tell you that I have tried to adopt Hyatt's thinking on this and every time I do, I feel way better. 15 to 20 minutes. It's not an hour. It's not even 45 minutes. It's a 15 to 20 minute power nap can transform your energy level. You know, Hyatt talks about the fact that napping restores your alertness level, that it creates a heightened sensory perception that actually science has proven that it'll reduce your risk of heart disease and that just generally speaking, it creates way more productivity. So the first thing I would just tell you is this, try to make napping something that you do. A lot of corporations are starting to recognize this and even creating rooms that have little cots in them where people can go and take a nap. Find a way to carve 15 to 20 minutes out of your day 
in the afternoon and instead of taking a quote coffee break, take a nap break. Try it out. See for yourself what happens. I promise you, your energy level is going to be transformed. And again, I'll post a lot of this information so you can read up on this more on the show notes on scottrossonline.com. The second thing you can do that will transform your energy level is get into motion. Just move. You know, Tony Robbins, the personal development guru, has this famous saying, and he says, motion creates emotion. Now, he talks about that in a lot of different contexts. One of the most common is in this idea of getting fit. You know, you think about the gym and you don't feel like going to the gym. And since you don't feel like going to the gym, you don't go. You're letting your emotion prevent you from creating motion. But what he says is just move towards the gym. Just put yourself into the gym. Once you start getting into motion, it'll create the emotion of wanting to do it. Well, this is true about every aspect of your life. You know, if you feel down, if you feel depressed, you will notice that you will slow your motion. Your shoulders will start to hunch. Your head will droop. And if you will simply Throw your shoulders back, put your head high, stick your chest out, and start walking. Boom. Just that motion creates a brand new burst of positive emotion, positive energy. If you feel a lack of energy, don't succumb to that. Don't let that circumstance be what creates your outcome. Instead, say, oh, I'm feeling a little lower energy right now. I need to get into motion. Go walk around the block. Go walk around your building. You know, um, just do something, you know, drop and do some push-ups or do a few jumping jacks. Just put yourself in motion. Get the blood flowing and you will see that it will just transform you. Sometimes I'm working on a project and I'm really giving it a lot of thought and thinking is draining. It, it drains your energy level and you can sometimes be just sitting there. I mean, remember back in the days when you used to cram for a test or study and how it would just drain you. Sometimes I'll be like, man, I've been at this for a long time and I'm starting to wane and I'm starting to lose focus. And I think to myself, I got to get in motion. I got to get my energy back up. I get in motion a little bit, little bit, and I'm right back on point. I'm ready to go, ready to be highly productive. The third thing you can do is eat the right snacks. Eating, you know, your fu- your food is your fuel, and eating right has a huge impact on your energy level. You know, things like alcohol. It's going to take away a lot of your energy. Eating a lot of, you know, significantly starchy and carb-related foods is going to drain your energy level. But here's some snacks that you can eat that will be good for you, that'll that'll boost your energy level. Brown rice is one of the best foods you could possibly eat. You know, you can pre-cook brown rice on a Sunday, pack it in Tupperware, and have it ready to go, and just take it to the office with you. Put a little sriracha on some brown rice. It's a perfect snack for about 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon to get you moving again. Sweet potatoes are a great snack. Honey 
is a great, great energy ingredient. You could put a little honey on something. It's low on the glycemic index. It's a natural sweetener. It's not going to cause you to crash like other sugars would. And you can put a little honey on, you know, something in, you know, it could be a little yogurt, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. It could be a little bit of granola and that's going to reboost your energy level. Bananas are a great snack. Apples are an unbelievable snack. The old adage, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Absolutely real thing. Apple cider vinegar, if you're not familiar with it, which is a byproduct of apples, one of the most healthy habits you can have. Oranges are a great snack. Another one that I personally love is spinach, a spinach salad. You know, you can steam it in a microwave at work. Uh, You can take it in a bag, refrigerated, you know, and fresh, and you can steam it real quick. Um, That is a tremendous snack. Any kind of legumes or beans are also good. I especially love black beans. Um, I have a place across the street from my office that is a taco place. I can walk over there and just ask them for a cup of black beans, and they're steamed, they're healthy, unbelievable. Almonds are a tremendous snack. They'll go anywhere with you. Uh, Greek yogurt, which is really high in protein, and you can get Greek yogurts that have no artificial sweeteners in them. Another great snack. And then eggs are a tremendous snack. You can boil a bunch of eggs, keep them in your fridge every day, throw a couple of them in your bag, have them ready to go at about two or three o'clock when your body's going to be waning in energy. You can you know peel those hard boiled eggs and eat them and don't buy into the whole yolk is bad for you nonsense. Eat the whole thing. It'll be good. So the right kind of snacks can re-energize you and just thinking ahead and having that stuff ready to go so that you're not going to the vending machine and grabbing a a Coke or grabbing a Snickers bar or something like that that's going to cause you to crash later on. Just avoid that stuff and put the right snacks in your body. So we've covered three. Napping is awesome. Put yourself in motion. Eat the right snacks. The fourth thing you can do, and this is something that we in our society do not do enough of, is drink water. Drink a lot of water. You should be going through water at a very, very high rate, way more than you probably think you need. I mean, there's a bunch of different rules of thumb. One of them is that, you know, you take your body weight and 80% of that in ounces is what you should drink per day. Um, So for instance, if you weigh 100 pounds, you need 80 ounces of water. Um, You know, there's a lot of different ways you can think of it, but I just will tell you this. Um, I have a water bottle and I just keep filling it over and over and over and over again. I fill it, drink it till it's empty, fill it again, drink it till it's empty, fill it, drink it till it's empty. The more water you put through your system, the more you're replenishing your cells. Your cells run on hydration and your cellular structure is remaking itself all the time. So the more you put water into your body, the more energized and replenished you're going to feel. They've even done studies where you know, avid coffee drinkers who felt like they needed coffee in the morning, they'd get up and instead of making them go to the coffee pot, they would have them drink a giant glass of water and they would feel far more energized drinking that glass of water than they ever would drinking that large cup of coffee. And here's another thing about drinking water. If you drink water consistently, you will feel less hungry and so your cravings will be lower and so you'll eat more healthily. You will not, you know, crave unhealthy foods because your system doesn't have that sensation being that it is hydrated enough. Um, it's hydrated as it should be. 
The fifth thing you can do to dramatically improve your energy level is to simply adjust your mindset. You know, we control our thoughts. Thoughts are things and our behavior just simply flows out of our thinking. You've heard me say this many times. Your inner, your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. And so when you think what you think turns into a belief that turns into a behavior. So we want to control our thinking. Sometimes and I confess, this is me too. So I'm not, you know, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here when I say this. I'll say, man, I'm just tired. Boy, it's been a long day. Man, this is hard. Man, this project is really wearing me out. Man, I just have no energy. I stayed up really late last night. Too late, man. I got I to gotta get to bed. I'm just telling myself all of these things about why I don't have energy. And that will then cause me to operate as somebody who is lethargic. Instead, I can start to say things to myself like, I am so fired up right now. I have never been more passionate about what I'm doing than I am right now. Man, I am excited for the rest of this day. And even if you don't necessarily have anything coming that day that you feel excited about, I personally believe we walk by faith and not by sight. And so I say things like this to myself, man, God's going to bring something awesome this afternoon. I can't wait to see what's about to come. I can't wait to see what's around the corner. I feel terrific. I can't wait to see my wife. Can't wait to see my kids. You know, I fill my mind with energized thinking. I go to thoughts of gratitude and what I'm grateful for and I just adjust my mindset. I don't let my I don't let my mind, you know, sit and stew and marinate in negative lack of energy thinking. I just turn that page and go right to energized thinking. And it's a red alert in my mind. When I start to find myself feeling lethargic and feeling down, something goes off. It's like a trigger in my head that says, turn it around, bro. And I just start saying these positive things and thinking these positive things. And again, I add this to some of these other ideas. I get up and walk around, throw my shoulders back, throw my head up, take a deep breath, put a big smile on my face. And all of that motion combined with this adjustment in my mind creates this flood of new energy. The sixth thing you can do, and this may go without saying, but just take a break. I mean, sometimes we just need to go do something different. And for for different people, it might be different things. We've talked about walking around the block, but, you know, it might be, you know, jumping on your phone and checking Facebook or, you know, just, um, you know, t- looking at pictures of your family or, you know, playing with your dog or whatever. I mean, it, it just sometimes we just need that break. In, in, in the in the project, that break in the monotony of what we're doing to re-energize ourselves. And so, you know, different people do different things. People have different interests and passions. You know, um, I'm a big sports fan. So sometimes I'll be like, you know, let me just take a break. Let's just see what's going on with the Cowboys right now. Or, you know, what's the latest from training camp? Or, you know, I'm big on, on travel. So I might be like, you know what, I'm just going to take a break. I'm just going to think about where we could go this winter. Or what are we going to do next spring break? 
Earthquake or man, the kids have been wanting to go to Disney World. Let's do a little research on that. And I just get re-energized by thinking about things that I really enjoy. I'm also a big, big music fan. So some I will always turn on some music that re-energizes me during my break time. And sometimes I'll look up concerts that are coming to town or whatever. Just get yourself, give yourself permission to step away from the thing that's draining your energy and refill yourself up with things you're passionate about, things that you love, things that you get positive vibes from. That leads to the seventh thing, and this is something you can do during your break time, and it's something that I recommend you incorporate into your daily disciplines, your daily routine, and that is go to growth-oriented content. And so that could be a lot of things, but I I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I can't be around inspiring content without personally getting energized. So I have go-to podcasts. You know, you could have this podcast loaded up, and if this is a podcast that inspires you and you're feeling low energy, listen to a few minutes of this podcast or some other podcast. I turn to books that are, you know, inspiring content that are about taking my game to another level and are teaching me new skills. Don't turn to information that's going to drain you. I'm a big, big fan of things like history and economics and theology. And sometimes, and I love reading that stuff, but when I'm low on energy, that's not my go-to content because that's stuff that I have to bring energy to because I'm digesting it and I'm thinking on it and I'm meditating on it and I'm trying to grapple with some of these big concepts. That drains my energy. I'm going to stuff that's going to help me be, you know, inspired to be a better leader, a better communicator, a better father, a better husband, things that are inspiring and uplifting content. That's what I'm going to. And when I'm doing that, I just get flooded with ideas and brainstorms and, you know, new material. And that just, you know, fills me up. So I would just encourage you, if you are low on energy, find some go-to growth oriented content that, you know, it's kind of your go-to, turn to it in a pinch and it'll fill you back up. The last thing is this, um, call someone, a friend, a family member that energizes you, have a conversation, you know, who is it that makes you laugh? Who is it that inspires you? You know, who is it that turns you on a little bit? You know, I mean, you could call your spouse, I mean, whatever. And uh, it's a real thing. I mean, just turn to someone in your life that's an uplifting personality. And, you know, there's just people in my life that every time I talk to them, I feel good. I, I love talking to them. It could be five minutes, it could be an hour. And I know I'm going to come away from that conversation feeling uplifted and feeling blessed and feeling inspired. Just have those people in your life. You know, you can even tell them, hey, listen, every now and then I may just need to call you because I'm just needing a little push. I'm needing a little boost. And uh, I just love talking to you. Of course, they're going to love hearing that from you and they're going to want to be there for you in those moments. So, you know, have that person that you go to. So um, eight ways you can increase your energy. Taking a nap on a consistent basis putting motion into your daily routine. And when you're feeling a lack of energy, get in motion. The motion will create the emotion. Eating the right snacks. Don't go to junk food. Eat things that are going to actually give you real, consistent, balanced energy uh, from the fuel that you're putting in your body. Drink water. Be hydrated. Just adjust your mindset. Don't be a slave to negative and draining thoughts and thought patterns. Take a break. Go do something you love. Do something that is that, that, that's fun. Turn to growth-oriented content. Call a friend or family. And I'm going to give you a bonus one. It's the ninth one. 
And that is take deep breaths. You know, we don't breathe enough in our society. There's been studies on this as well. The Asian societies do this way better than we do. We typically are shallow breathers, as it's known. And, you know, sometimes you just need to oxygenate, if I could say that, your system. So just take some deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth. Deep breathing and oxygenating your system can be very, very healthy as well. So maybe this is a little different type of leadership podcast content, but I'm just telling you, as leaders, we have got to be energized. Our energy is contagious. If we bring a lot of energy to the table, our people will adopt that energy. They'll borrow that energy from us and they'll run through walls. They're gonna we're gonna be energized to cast our vision. We've got to be energized to deliver excellence. We've got to be energized to serve and add value. And so we've got to take our energy levels very, very seriously. Put these steps into place and make it a consistent part of your routine, and it'll help you be the best leader you could possibly be. Guys, this is show number 101. You can find the show notes. I'll put the stuff on napping. I'll put a link to all the foods you want to eat um, and some other information in the show notes. Go to scottrossonline.com slash 101. And uh, if you could please go rate and review this podcast, it would be a huge, huge blessing to me. I hope I've added value to your life. Guys, God bless you. I'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. We hope you have enjoyed this audio program. For more resources to further your development as a world-class leader and for success strategies and tactics in all areas of your life, please visit scottrossonline.com. And be sure to connect with Scott on Facebook and Twitter using the ID at scottrossonline. 